It's such an honor to introduce you to this evening's guest, Ms. Glynis D'Souza. Glynis is the CEO of Glynis D'Souza Personal Development, as well as a distinguished Toastmaster who has served in several leadership positions at Toastmasters International. She is a certified John Maxwell speaker, trainer, and coach who is committed to empowering and developing strong leaders and teaching them how to speak and lead effectively. Glynis has conducted several youth leadership programs for various organizations, including Action for Canada's Youth Leadership and Speaker Program, which was held in February and March of this year. And we're looking forward to her leading the upcoming youth course, which will be starting next Friday, April 21st. Glynis is an engaging and motivating teacher and speaker with a wealth of experience to share with others, and we're so pleased she's able to join us today. Hello, Glynis, and welcome to the Empower Hour. Thank you so much, Heather, and thank you for having me on, Tanya and the Action for Canada team. It's a pleasure to be here. Such a treat to have you on, uh, Glynis, and I have just been so amazed um, in participating in those Friday night events, the five-week program. I had to miss a couple because I was traveling, but when I, when you take a look at the kids that first show up, and, and these are the ones that are showing up for the first time, we do have uh, some who are repeats like Genevieve who will be on tonight, and then you look at the process of what can be accomplished in simply five weeks. It's absolutely amazing. So I want to hand the floor over to you. And if you could just uh, let our viewers know what took place during the last session, then we're going to bring the youth on and later on you'll tell, you can come back on and we're going to hear about what's going to be included in the next session. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Tanya. I'm just looking at my clock because I want to make sure that I uh, stay within the time limit. Hello, everybody. And my name is Glynis D'Souza. I'm so passionate about youth empowerment. And it was such a pleasure to deliver this five-week program that started on the 10th of February and it ended on the 10th of March. We conducted it in uh, on over Zoom, 90-minute sessions. And we had quite a few, I don't know the exact number, but quite a few uh, youth joined. We had, um, and this is what we did, you know, because... John Maxwell, who is my mentor in communication, we are part of the John Maxwell team world, worldwide. He says that everyone communicates, but few connect. And so the connection is what we want for our youth. And so we conducted the youth uh, speaker and leader program in order to teach youth to have a voice and to connect with their audience. Because as you know, and you've seen, kids are under attack these days. And the best way to fight back is through effective communication. So this was level one of our speaker and um, leader program hosted by Action for Canada. And uh, we covered the following topics. So in first week, we conducted a, a little bit of an icebreaker where they got to know one another. They were introduced. They introduced each themselves to each other. And then... We covered in every session one public speaking tip and one leadership lesson. So in the first session, for example, we covered overcoming the fear of public speaking. Because as you know, the you probably know that the greatest fear of uh, any person is speaking in public. Like that's called glossophobia. And sometimes they say it's even worse than the fear of dying. So 
we need to make sure to give them tips to overcome the fear. And so we gave them tips on how to do that. And the leadership lesson we did that week was choices. Making good choices and practicing them. Because I believe that it's not, it's important to teach them public speaking, but when you introduce that leadership component, it takes it to the next level. Because the, the, the hardest person to lead is yourself, right? And so we did that. Uh, we, we talked about making good choices, overcoming the fear of public speaking. And then one important thing we did in the first session was the DISC personality assessment. So it's called the Youth Exploratory Report. We, we are licensed to teach that through the John Maxwell team, and we uh, uh, help them answer. They have to answer 19 questions. And after that, they get a report on whether they are a D, I, S, or a C personality. And that report, they got a chance to take it with them. It has even some possible career choices. What are some of the growth areas that they can watch for as well? So. If um, you're a parent and you didn't see that report, you know, check uh, in the handouts, it'll be there. So we did that because how will you ever learn your style of communication if you don't know who you are, right? And so that's the thing that we always do in the first session, the youth exploratory report. And so we gave them some meeting notes, uh, roles as well. You know, we appointed a joke master and uh, you know, we had a little fun there as well because kids learn, uh, youth learn through having fun. I believe that. And so we need to have provide that happy and fun learning experience for them. So that was the first one. And then the, they had assignments. So every session they had a handout and then they were sent, of course, the recordings of that session. And then they had an assignment. So the assignment for that week, we taught them how to introduce themselves in an icebreaker speech. What are some of the components of an icebreaker speech? And so they were told to work on their icebreaker speeches and deliver it in session number two. And so when we came back in session two, uh, we had to, they had to deliver the, their speeches, but they also had to reflect on what they learned in the first session. So reflection is a very important portion of learning. It's a very important component because you don't want them to just learn in the session. You, not, you need them to reflect during the week. And so every handout had some good reflection questions on the leadership portion. For example, what choices they make the, during the week? How did they choose their actions? And so they had a little bit of a sharing as to what reflection they did the past week. So that was the beginning of the second session. Then they delivered their icebreaker speeches. And that was really a treat to watch because they were, we used the breakout um, portion of the Zoom. And that's, that's really fantastic to use that because they're in a smaller group of about four or five. And it's, they, they're a little more comfortable in a smaller setting. So this whole program worked through learning by doing it's not just me talking. They actually did it. They actually delivered their icebreaker speeches in the second session. And then the leadership portion of the second session was the power of personal growth. So when, when we talked about choices in the first session, we likened a choice to a gift. I showed them a gift and the gift is no use if it's not open. Similarly, 
choices are no good if we can don't choose to make a choice right and so in the growth in the personal growth session in in number 2 in session 2 we liken personal growth to a plant the seeds that you put into a the soil it needs the right environment to grow so that's the leadership portion we uh talked about know how to be the gardener of your personal growth by planting and growing your values and your strengths the seeds are likened to the values and then the lead, the public speaking portion we learned in session number 2 was impromptu speaking now if you think that prepared speaking is uh, scary impromptu speaking takes it to a whole new level prepare not preparing in advance but like speaking off the cuff what are some of the tips on how to become a better impromptu speaker so that's what we learned in session 2 so in impromptu speech we had uh, we gave them some uh, topics at the end of the session and we said you know just practice these during the week so that the next week when you come we can then practice impromptu speaking right so that's what we did in session number 2 when they came back in session 3 again we did a reflection on personal growth and what did you what did they do to grow in their strengths and uh, and then we we delivered some people couldn't uh, some youth uh, didn't get the chance or didn't get the time to prepare their icebreaker speeches in session 2 or we ran out of time and so the rem- remainder of the youth delivered their uh, icebreaker speeches in session 3 but we also had impromptu speaking in the breakout rooms and that was fun as well we had a moderator and a timer in each breakout room and so the youth the participants were told to speak now did you know that if you speak for 1 minute you are successful in overcoming nervousness but if you speak for just 30 seconds and you sit down that means that you still haven't overcome your nervousness and so we encourage them to speak for at least a minute on the impromptu topic because that was fun and that was the 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 participants did so well in that session in session number 3 we also did how to craft a well organized speech there is a technique in crafting a speech with a strong and a catchy opening a body and a conclusion and so we taught them how to craft the speech in session number 3 that was a packed session because we also taught them how to give proper feedback the art of giving proper feedback in those masters we call it evaluation but giving feedback is a skill because not only do you want to give a good you know uh, it's it's not called criticism but you want to give points for the other for the speaker to improve but you also want to do it in a motivational fashion and so that's what we did so we did crafting a well organized speech and then we did how to give proper feedback two things in the public speaking portion and in the leadership portion that week in session 3 was um it was uh, attitude attitude is the paint brush of the mind and so i showed them a painting which had bright colors you know a positive attitude a painting with darker colors that uh, could possibly signify a negative attitude and so we gave them tips and questions on how to choose 
a positive attitude, not only to help yourself, but to help others as well. So the assignment for that week was to write a well-organized speech that they would then deliver in session number four. And when we came back in session four, we, of course, had the reflection questions on, on how, how did they, what kind of attitude choices did they make? And then, of course, they had to deliver their prepared speeches. So, again, we used the breakout room. And then we also learned and practiced the art of giving feedback. Because remember, in session three, they learned how to give feedback. So, it was amazing to see the, in the breakout room, they took turns. Some of them were speakers and then some of them were evaluators or they gave feedback and then they switched on the role. So everybody got a chance to speak and then to evaluate. And so then in that session, week four, besides the, the, the delivery of the speeches, we also learned the leadership attitude of commitment, learning to be committed to finish what you started. And you'll agree that is such an important value for youth these days, right? I mean, for everybody, but how many of us really are so enthusiastic about starting something, but then we don't finish it? So that's the value that we learned that week, commitment. And then in the public speaking portion, we learned about how to then deliver that well-organized speech. How do you take your well-organized speech and then use hand gestures, body language, facial expressions, in order to really connect with your audience and deliver that speech. So that's what we learned uh, in uh, session four. And then finally, the culmination of the whole program was in session five. It was a climax because we had contests. And we were so excited, Sheilag and I, when we were planning this because we didn't expect it, but we, we got 10 prepared speeches and we had five contestants for impromptu speeches and three for our feedback contest. So we had three contests, prepared speech contest, impromptu speech contest, and then the third one was um, the feedback contest. And the leadership session, um, the leadership value that we learned that week was consistency. You know, consistency means that it's a continuous process, right? Motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you going. And how to be consistent in all of the qualities that we learned, whether it's choices, attitude, or whether it is personal growth, commitment. And so that consistency really wrapped it all up with a ribbon. And so we had some prizes and you'll be able to see all the speeches. So that in a nutshell was our five-week program. And it was really amazing to see the results of it, as Tanya said. So that's what um, I wanted to just let you know, as parents, you know, what, what did your, um, you know, your, your youth take part in? What did they learn? But if your youth were not able to participate, then you do have a chance in our next session as well, which we will tell you more about in, um, after the speeches today. So that, I'll yes. turn that back to you then, Tanya.
That's awesome. Thank you, Glennis, for that. I hope this is an encouragement to, uh, you know, everybody that's viewing this and that it will motivate them to sign their youth up. We're also, you know, working uh, towards having churches open their doors on a Friday night. And I, I always talk about these chapters and the communities, but just picture it, right? Like a hundred kids showing up at the church on a Friday night, going through the training, maybe having pizza and games afterwards. And uh, really, even introducing the youth within their own community. So if they're in an education system, in a school system, that they would, uh, you know, meet advocates and become stronger forces, right, Uh, for for good. All right. So, Glynis, let's bring on uh, Chesney is our first youth who will be providing her speech. Will you tell a little more about this, uh, Glynis? Yes. I'm pleased to introduce Chesney. Her speech title is Our Attitude Affects Our Actions. Our Attitude Affects Our Actions. Take it away, Chesney. Hi, my name is Chesney. I'm 18 years old. And today I'm going to be talking about how our attitude affects our lives. Did you know that 90% of our actions stem from our attitude instead of actual logic or facts? That is an alarming amount of decisions based on if we're feeling upset, tired, annoyed, you name it, in the heat of the moment. Our negative emotions affect how we are going to navigate through life immensely. So what can we do to look at things in a more positive way? That's the question we'll be looking at today. First of all, I wanted to start off with a story about Peter from the Bible. Peter and three other fishermen were fishing all night long but they had absolutely no luck catching anything. Anyone who has been fishing knows how that feels. It's quite annoying. After long hours, they quit and started washing their nets. And Jesus then asked Peter to go back out and try laying his net down one more time. This is the moment that most people have the fear of failure kick in and think, why would I want to try again after I've struggled all night long? But Peter told him, we have struggled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And his perseverance was rewarded when there were so many fish to catch that their nets were breaking. This moment led them to become disciples. But just think of how different this could have ended up if they just washed their nets and left the area, or if they didn't keep trying for hours and hours. They would have missed out on seeing Jesus perform a miracle so they could catch fish. They would not have become disciples that day, And maybe they would have been so defeated that they quit being fishermen forever. The issue is a bad attitude could have changed their whole lives by giving up. Wayne Gretzky once said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And this hockey quote completely applies to our attitude. We give up or don't try something new because we think we're not good enough or that we might fail. But instead of preparing yourself to fail, prepare yourself that you'll keep trying no matter what happens. This will really help your attitude to improve. The disciples had issues with fishing, but there was an amazing catch just waiting to happen. They didn't know that, but it happened because they tried again anyways. So the question was, what can we do to change our mindset to be a more positive one? In conclusion, the best way is to persevere through the hard times. If 90% of our actions are a result of our attitude, then we must have a positive one full of perseverance and willingness to try. I challenge you that if you have a what if I fail attitude, then change it into a I'll persevere through no matter what happens mentality when you try something new this month. Thank you for your time.
I, I love it. And, you know, I wanted to add, I told uh, Chesney this week as I was uh, preparing the weekly action and uh, providing information about what's going on in our education system and then bringing the youth. And each video is just so amazing in the speeches. But when I got to Chesney's, there's a lot going on with Action for Canada. And we're really building a huge uh, organization. And uh, I was feeling the weight of it, right? I was feeling like, you know, I, I just at that point is like, I got to just keep going here. And it was Chesney's video that I had to upload next and I was watching it. And she talked about Peter and the disciples and that, that feeling of giving up. I've been fishing. I enjoy fishing. And then the thought to just cast the net out on the other side. And so it wasn't just about a matter of, you know, casting that net on the other side to catch fish. It was a huge step of faith that the disciples took to make that extra effort. And, and it just changed my whole mindset that day. And I thought, yes, I'm going to persevere and I'm going to continue to have faith that God is doing something really good here. And we're casting a very large net out across, uh, across Canada. So, uh, Glynis, I'd like to hear your words as well. Yes, uh, the same thing for me. You know, when I heard that speech for the first time, I thought, wow, what an appropriate story. Because so often we, you know, we circumstances happen to us, right? You know, but we don't have to be under the circumstances. We can be over it depending on our attitude. And so it must have been so frustrating. You know, they had done it over and over again and got nothing. And I think that's what it is in life as well. We face these situations and we think, you know, why even bother? But if we, our attitude is, you know, just that one more time, then we could, uh, you know, we never know. We could be just so close to achieving victory, just like the apostles uh, did. And so thank you so much, Esni. You conveyed it so beautifully. You used the right story. You used the right words. And I'm so grateful and so proud of you for uh, thank you. standing up for that uh, value of attitude, which is so important. I, I, I wanted to add as well, you know, what I want our viewers to acknowledge and understand is that when you listen to the youth speeches, I mean, this, the, the youth are using their ability to think critically. They're being thoughtful about what speech they're choosing. And then uh, what I see as well is a great amount of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And isn't that something that in Proverbs, the Bible says that these are finer than gold and jewels and anything else. And when you see the average uh, student, the average youth that is out there uh, being filled with the propaganda or, you know, being consumed uh, through social media, well, you've got these brilliant youth who have been gifted with that ability, uh, you know, to think independently. And uh, Chesney, I'm so proud of you. How, how, what would you say? What's your comments or what would you add about your experience going through uh, this program? Um, I really enjoyed the youth leadership program. Like it was a super fun and encouraging five weeks and all of the organizers did such an amazing job at making sure we all felt welcome and comfortable. And they were always reassuring us that like, it's okay if we try something new and mess up or like, and this program taught me how to answer like impromptu questions and give helpful feedback and to be a stronger spe speaker overall. I also learned how to write an effective speech which that's not really taught in public school. So it was something 
new for me to try. Overall, it was just really nice to be in a room full of like-minded people. And it definitely helped to build my confidence and help me feel more prepared for these public speaking opportunities. I'm just very thankful I stepped out and uh, like stepped out of my comfort zone to learn more about youth leadership and excited to do the next session. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you again in just, uh, what, a week and a half. (laughs) Not even super. Thank you so much, Chesney. Thank you. Okay. All right. So isn't it just amazing just to uh, even to hear the response of how she felt going through the program as well. It's very encouraging. And just so people know as well, like we want the youth to feel comfortable. We want them to learn and achieve. But it isn't a matter that everybody gets a blue ribbon. Uh, that you know like what they're the sort of you know that um, what they're doing in the school systems now is we want kids to learn to achieve and uh, to to succeed and to reap the rewards of that as well so we did have a first and second place when the speeches were going through and we do want everybody to learn but we do want them to uh, be achievers all right so next we're going to bring on Olaf yes Olaf's speech is called choices and so please help me welcome Olaf Choices. Choices, Olaf. Take it away. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay. Hello. My name is Olaf Meyer, and this speech is about choices. Jasmine from Miramichi, New Brunswick, took the COVID vaccine so she could study to become a nurse. She landed in a wheelchair a day later. There's a lot of talk about choices. They said that taking the vaccine was her choice but it wasn't a free choice or an informed choice. Free choice is when there are no artificial consequences like being discriminated against. And an informed choice means that you know about all the possible risks. Jasmine had neither. If she didn't take the vaccine, she couldn't go to college and become a nurse. And she wasn't informed of the risks of taking the vaccine. When you make a big decision or even a small one, you should always consider the consequences and you should never let someone or never let someone bribe you into doing something you would normally never do. Did you know that the EMF radiation from a cell phone can cause cancer? Did you also know that the risks of getting cancer from a cell phone is much higher if you use cell phones as a kid? In fact, kids who use cell phones at the age of 10 have been found to get cancer by the age of 20. But cell phone companies don't put warning labels on their products. You should keep the phone at least 12 inches away from your body, it reads in the microprint. But who reads that? They don't even mention cancer. This is an example of a free choice, but not an informed one, because you don't know the risk. Do you know the picture of a peanut with a big red cross through the center on food products? If you had a similar big red label on a cell phone package that says, this causes cancer, that would be a free choice. Then it would be an then it would be a free and informed choice to use one. Last year, my family and I were flying back from Mexico. When we landed in Montreal, we had to take a PCR test. My mom refused to take it. We were led to a Health Canada office in the airport. They said that we risked a $750,000 fine and six months in jail if we didn't take the test. Now, my mom knew about the Genetic Non-Discrimination Act. 
where you can decline tests or treatments that reveal your DNA without consequences. So my mom accepted the risk of being fined or jailed, and we got on our flight back home. We never received a fine. That was a good example of being pushed into a choice, but making an informed one. This speech was about choices. I encourage you to think your choices through and to always make a free and informed choice. Thank you for your time. Very well done. Thank you, um, Olaf. I, I just, the power, I understand that you even speak at rallies within your community. Is that correct? Yep. Do you, do you, yep. Wow. Such an amazing, strong leader that you are becoming. And I was really um, impressed as well when you spoke about coming back from Mexico and uh, mentioning the strong stand that your mom took in not succumbing to the bullying tactics. And, and so parents and adults have a huge role to play here in, you know, our, our youth are watching us. Uh, we need to be strong as well. So that's just something that I took out of that as well. Uh, you have incredible details and facts about cell phones. I never read the small point, uh, print on my cell phone. I didn't want a cell, cell phone till about three or four years ago. I had to get one because of this business that we're in right now. But as soon as I can get rid of it, I will. So thank you for educating us, uh, Glynis. Yes, absolutely. You know what? One thing that uh, I can feel, you can actually feel the confidence and the passion exuding out when uh, Olaf speaks. So it's not just a speech that he has just written. He's actually living out that speech. And so that is so important on delivering a speech. I just love the personal examples that he put in there because everybody loves to hear a story, a personal mm -hmm. story. And so... Um, what I really got from there is like, you know, it could be a free choice, but it's not an informed choice. And I think that distinction that he made was so powerful there because, you know, people think, oh, we live in a free country, we have free choice, but is it an informed choice? And so I think that the way he crafted the speech and he included, you know, a little bit of the personal story as well, made made it a very pleasurable speech to watch. And it was also very passionate that uh, it, that it comes across so well done Olaf. i really enjoyed it i i was just going to add in the comments here uh somebody has made the point great speech Olaf. i only hope you run for office someday imagine someone like you sticking up for people <laughs> i i support that Absolutely. that's what this is all about well done sir all right okay thank you all right next uh we're going to actually sean is going to be on next and he couldn't join us tonight but we wanted you to hear his testimony which he gives in both uh english and then in french so trenzio would you please play those Hello everyone, I'm Sean. I really thank all the staff from Action for Canada for teaching me on the subject of speech. I got more than I wanted. I know it's not easy for some of you like me to start talking in public to express yourself, but congratulations. You've been chosen by God like Moses. In Exodus, Moses said, I am slow of speech and tongue. But the Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. God is faithful. Through this program, I took the first step from my comfort zone. I'm sure you could do better than me. Lastly, I want to pray for you. Dear God, 
Thank you for choosing us to be your children. Please bless the youth leadership and speaker program. Pour your anointing oil upon all the teachers, helpers, and young generation. Have a humble and teachable heart. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Prepare us to be a vessel for you, because you said, "Open wide your mouth, and I will fill it." Thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Bonjour tout le monde. Je m'appelle Sean. Je remercie vraiment tous les personnels d'Action for Canada de m'avoir formé sur le thème de la parole. J'ai obtenu plus que ce que je voulais. Je sais qu'il n'est pas facile pour certains d'entre vous comme moi de commencer à parler en public pour s'exprimer. Mais félicitations, tu as été choisi par Dieu comme Moïse. Dans l'Exode, Moïse dit « J'ai la bouche et la langue embarrassées. » Mais l'Éternel lui dit « Qui a doté l'homme d'une bouche? N'est-ce pas moi, l'Éternel? »« Maintenant donc, vas-y, je serai moi-même avec ta bouche et je l'indiquerai ce que tu devras dire. » Dieu est fidèle. Grâce à ce programme, j'ai fait le premier pas hors de ma zone de confort. Je suis sûre que tu peux faire mieux que moi. Enfin, je veux prier pour vous. Cher Dieu, merci de nous avoir choisis pour être des enfants. S'il vous plaît, bénis le programme Youth Leadership and Speaker. Répands ton huile d'onction sur tous les enseignants, les assistants et la jeune génération. Et un cœur humble et enseignable. Que celui qui a des oreilles pour entendre, entende. Prépare-nous à devenir un vase pour toi, car tu as dit, ouvre grand ta bouche et je la remplirai. Merci Seigneur. Au nom puissant de Jésus-Christ. Amen. <laughs> oh my goodness, you couldn't see me there in the background, but I'm just tearing up because that is just so powerful. That's a That could be a little future preacher there, <laughs> you know, and uh, just to have, you know, that type of uh, faith and to have that knowledge and wisdom of the Bible again. I mean, these are incredible, incredible youth, and um, I hope people can understand why we couldn't help but play uh, both of those in English and French. Glynis? Absolutely. You know, uh, the powerful example of Moses, every time I read that in the Bible, I think, you know what? God definitely had a plan for public speaking. You know, he knew that you just can't, you know, just stand in front of somebody. You had to use your voice. And so in spite of Moses being so, so, uh, you know, hesitant, God used him finally, right? I mean, he gave Aaron to him as well, but he used uh, Moses. And I think when Sean included that, he really uh, made us feel, yes, that's right. You know what? It's not easy. It's not comfortable. But he got out of his comfort zone. Moses did, and so did Sean. What a powerful example, because, you know, many of us are extroverts, but some of us are introverts as well. And for an introvert to get out of their comfort zone takes an even far greater magnitude of um, courage. And so thank you so much, Sean, for blessing us, including that prayer. And it was so amazing. Thank you so much for that speech. Yeah. 
Thank you. And thank you to all of the parents as well as of, of these youth. Um, you're doing an amazing job raising them. It's not just about coming to Action for Canada Youth Leadership and Speaker Program. Uh, you know, these youth are, are receiving the encouragement um, and, you know, in, at home. And even for some of the youth, I'm sure that they were maybe, you know what, I'm signing you up for this. And, uh, you know, they he were hesitant and joined the program. And after five weeks, we've even had some youth, you know, grateful to their mom and dad. And, uh, you know, for some, it may be something that triggers them in a year or two as they mature, where they say, you know, that was really, really helpful. But on the front line, we're having such amazing report, and I'm just so happy with the results. Okay, so let's bring uh, Genevieve on. There she is. Yes. Hi, Genevieve. Hello. Hi, Genevieve. Genevieve's speech is the Christian rainbow. Incredible speech. So please help me welcome um, Genevieve, the Christian Rainbow, the Christian Rainbow, Genevieve. Take it away, Genevieve. Hello, my name is Genevieve and I'm 15 years old. As a Christian, the rainbow is a huge part of God's promise in the Bible, which is why it is sad to see that it has been usurped and twisted as the LGBTQ symbol. Children love rainbows. The devil enjoys this tactic of destroying innocence and beauty. This is why it is important for us to think about each of the colors as they represent something to help us refocus on God. Red could symbolize the blood of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who died on the cross to save us from our sins. In Romans 5, 9, it says, Having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. The color orange could represent Moses, hearing God speak to him through the burning bush. He revealed himself to Moses so he could free the Israelites from Egypt. Like in Exodus 3.2, Moses looked, there was the bush blazing, but it was not being burnt up. Yellow could represent the star of Bethlehem, when Jesus was born in the stable. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, Matthew 2.10. Green could represent the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were in a sinless paradise until they ate the fruit from the tree and sin came into the world. Revelations 2.7 promises us, To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Blue could represent the great flood to purge all evil from the earth. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Isaiah 59, 19. Purple symbolizes royalty, signifying Jesus as the Son of God and Prince of Peace. Revelation 17, 14 states, He is the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. We are being bombarded with twisted views of the rainbow. Let's reflect on its original meaning and associate the colors back to God. There are many passages in the Bible that help us meditate on God's love and mercy. Rainbows are a sign of hope, joy, and God's loving mercy. Genesis 9.13 says, I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Thank you.
Thank you, Genevieve. That is just amazing and wonderful. This is very dear to my heart, this subject. I'm like always saying, we got to take back the rainbow. Uh, you know, the enemy hates God and hates what is good and wants to take any symbol and uh, twist it into something that it doesn't represent. And so you've brought some wonderful thoughts uh, with all the colors of the rainbow, uh, you know, that, that purple with with Jesus, I just picture the the, the purple garment and um, just the 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 honor, the respect, and that the rainbow. I mean, don't you see when a storm is passing and you know that that rainbow is outside? How many people go race outside? All right, did the LGBTQ create that rainbow? Absolutely not. Is there a pot of gold at the bottom of it? No, that's nonsense. That rainbow is actually a promise from God. And I just really, really love the way that you delivered that message. Glynis? Thank you. Absolutely. What a beautifully crafted speech with one color, every color having a scripture, and then an example from the Bible too. I really would like to see this uh, speech really shared by everybody and and you know really portrayed on a national level because it's so true i just get takes my breath away when i see a rainbow and god meant for a, for it to take our breath away but the way that you crafted that speech and uh, gave each color that significance it's so meaningful thank you so much genevieve Thank you. And uh, I was just going to say, you know, it's amazing because we're live on uh, YouTube, Rumble and Facebook right now as well. And there may be some people joining us tonight and you may not be a person of faith. You may not be a Christian. And we just want you to know that Action for Canada, we haven't been shy about it. Uh, it just happens to be a fact that Canada is founded on Judeo-Christian principles, which we inherited through our British Commonwealth. And they're embedded in our Magna Carta. They form our laws and our values. And it's a system of governance that provides us the freedom and democracy that we have. And every Western nation that's built on biblical principles uh, runs as a democracy. And any country that hasn't and has a different belief system, like the 56 Islamic majority countries, North Korea, China, uh, there's incredible people live, living there, but they live under tyranny because it's based on a different belief system. So we believe with our youth that it's really important for them to know their foundation. And uh, then they can write based on that. It doesn't have to be uh, biblical based, but this, this is just what these youth have chosen. And uh, so we're just so proud of you. I, I I forgot to I believe ask Olaf, but we'll we'll ask he he had to sign off because it's very late. I think he's four hours ahead of us. And so uh, Genevieve, what could you add about how this uh, program? Because you're you're you were with us last year, and you returned for this, and I'm hoping that you'll join us on the 21st as well. And so, uh, what would you have to say about the youth uh, program? I have learned a lot in the past too, and I know that I'm growing in confidence every program, and I love seeing the changes. And it's very inspiring to meet other people every time and to grow together as a community. And it's been amazing so far. That's awesome. And I, I understand as well that you have spoken at rallies and events within your community. Yes, I have. <laughs> right. I've seen a video or two. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Good. Uh, Glynis, is there something else that you would like to add as well? 
Yeah, no, it's just amazing to see, uh, you know, your confidence at that age, uh, Genevieve, and, you know, the passion that you have for these causes. So keep it up. It's really amazing to see a person of your age, you know, really uh, not afraid to stand up for what you believe in. Well done. Thank you. And and I, I love it because, you know, with the youth that are going through uh, multiple um programs with us. I mean, we want to get to a point with the youth freedom movement where they become mentors, where they take on a role of leadership. And uh, because I think that will serve them very well. Uh, we don't know if Genevieve is going to run for office one day or how she's going to serve her community. But we want to develop at Action for Canada on the youth leadership side and uh, grow with them as we figure out where this is all going to go one day. So we're very excited about it. Thank you so much much Genevieve thank you for having me well done all right okay so I'm gonna just open it up I don't know if any of our viewers have questions but we'd be open to uh having a few questions uh, Sheila and Heather have you got anything lined up not at this point okay Good. Well, I think that, uh, you know, going through a program like this tonight, um, it, it leaves it up to, I, I think it's, a, it's quite self-evident, right, as to what the program is. And Glynis, you've given such a good update. So I think then what I'd like to do is turn it back over to you. And can you let us know what we can expect with the next program, please? Yes. So in our next program, it's going to be a level two program uh, that we're going to take all of the basic things that we learn in level one and take it to the next level. But we're also going to give some basic techniques if you are, if it, this is your first time joining being a youth. Now, I don't know if some of you know, but I did run for school board trustee twice. Um, and in the process of uh, my political, you know, run for public office and things like that, I do realize that you do need to be very persuasive in your speaking. Not only do you know, need to know how to uh, say it, but also how to uh, really craft your message. And so those are some of the t uh, techniques that we are going to be, you know, really dwelling on and uh, focusing on. So the level two course will include persuasive strategies that youth can use in order to be influencers in the community. We want to have positive influencers we get all of the negative influencers that we see on instagram etc but our youth can be positive influencers and so these strategies will include advanced impromptu speaking techniques and debates we're going to have some debates using powerful tools like problem problem and solution so what's the problem and what's the solution the pros and cons of a certain issue the cause and effect, and the compare and contrast. All of these techniques in order to make your speech persuasive. Okay? So this will also include various methods of providing feedback and how to really be an effective listener. Because in order to be a persuasive speaker, you do need to be a very effective listener to be able to listen where that other person is coming from so that you are then able to speak to that point that that person is making. So really being able to be an effective persuasive speaker is something that we're going to focus on 
in this coming course. We're also going to uh, touch upon values, leadership values, because you know what? In our schools these days, there are no values being taught. So we are going to be talking about values, values such as relationships. The goal of that lesson would be how to choose to build bridges to increase your friendships and not to build walls. So building bridges to create effective relationships. Number two would be character. Understanding that the character choices you make today are the building blocks for your character tomorrow. We're also going to talk about forgiveness, choosing to allow forgiveness to make a beautiful mosaic of your life. I know forgiveness is an important value to talk about. We're also going to learn about in session four, self-worth. Know your value so that you can make the choice not to sell yourself short. And then finally, the last value is always consistency. How to be consistent with what you learned in this course. And so, yes, there will be a speech delivery, but there'll be feedback, there'll be impromptu speaking practice. But the focus of this particular course is really persuasive speaking and how to be a influencer, positive influencer in your community. So that's a little bit of a snippet of what's to come in this uh, next course starting next week. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. I especially liked what you were saying about uh, forgiveness. Isn't that something that can, uh, you know, really do a lot of damage in, in relationships and friendships uh, when at times it could be so simply sorted out? It is really important to navigate through that. Terenzio, would you bring up the uh, poster, please? All right. So like we mentioned, we have this on Action for Canada's webpage under the Youth Freedom Movement under resources. And I just want to let you know when you register, it is a two-step um, um a two-step uh, system so that you have to register, you'll receive an email, and then you have to uh, click on it again. And then please make sure you check your uh, junk folder or your spam just to make sure that you're not missing that. But it is a two-step registration um, uh, program. All right. Okay. Uh, Glynis, um, I'm just wanting to make sure that there's nothing further. I know Sheila will always remind me if, if there's something I'm missing. Uh, we're good. Speeches from past. Okay. So I know that others have uh, talked about the videos. We've got them all posted on the Youth Freedom Movement page as well so that you can go and view every speech that was given tonight. All right, so terrific. All right, Glynis, again, I am so grateful that you took the time to join us tonight and I am so grateful as well that you are overseeing this program and just doing such a wonderful job with our youth. Um, is there anything that you would like to add in closing? I just want to say thank you to you, Tanya, for your vision and bringing this program. It is such an important program, so thank you for giving this the importance that it deserves. And I also want to thank Sheila and Heather and all of the different moderators, because without them, you know what, we wouldn't have such a world-class program, which I think it is. So thank you to all of the uh, people on your team that helped make thank this you. program a success. 
Yeah, thank you so much. We really do have uh, an amazing team. Uh, Sheila has been a driving force in the communication with you and making sure that we get it set up. And then, uh, you know, we have the those that uh, volunteer their time on Friday nights and facilitate. I know we need a, a couple of more volunteers on the Friday night to help. If you have any of the Maxwell experience, speech experience, please reach out to us uh, because we foresee that this program is going to grow, but we need some really, we need a few extra really committed people who understand the program. Uh, so again, Glynis, thank you so much. I will look forward to seeing you on the 21st. Yes, thank you for having me and thank you, everybody. Good night and thank right. you to our youth. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you to uh, Genevieve and Olive and Chesney and to Sean. We really appreciate you coming on tonight. And thank you to all the youth as well who couldn't be here tonight. Uh, there was uh, so many that we could have reached out to, um, but we're just very, very grateful. And we hope that everybody's going to register and join again on the 21st. Okay, uh, Terenzio, can you bring up the screen for the guest for next week? We're going to have... Dan Vachon back. Dan is actually a chapter leader in Nova Scotia. He leads also the chapters in the Maritimes, and he's also a co-leader for our pastor pastoral support team. This is a busy guy. And Dan, uh, we've had him on the show last year when we were talking about uh, prepping and gardening, and Dan is going to be on again next week, and we're going to talk more about that and food security. Uh, his experience is absolutely amazing. I'm creating the weekly action right now. We'll have that ready in a few days. And uh, we really hope you'll uh, join us next week. I think this is very, very important as, you know, uh, it's not only a matter that whether or not food will be available, but it's what they're doing with those food products and uh, what kind of uh, chemicals are being sprayed in the air uh, into our ground and what they're putting in our food that we're buying processed processed food, very bad. <laughs> and, you know, so we, we've got to go back to the old school. I remember doing a lot of canning of uh, uh, all kinds of different things with my mom growing up. We made applesauce and canned cherries and uh, just a, a, a wide variety. And, you know, we had the old school cellar downstairs and it was always stocked nice uh, come the fall. And I think it's very, very important that we learn how to do that again and that we pass these uh, wonderful gifts on to our children. All right, so can we have the Bible verse is next. So do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. And that's from Philippians 2, 14 to 15, New King James Version. I think this is really, really important, right? That we be those shining lights in the darkness. And the incredible thing about having faith in Jesus Christ is that uh, God does not give us a spirit of fear. And he doesn't give us a spirit of confusion. Uh, you know, it, it, it's just such an amazing, those are, those are things that the uh, enemy wants to do. He wants to drive us through fear and confusion. And uh, they're trying to confuse our kids in the school system right now and look what it's doing to them. So we are just standing firmly and saying no to all of that and standing firm in our faith. And so I just uh, want to always leave the show with a, a word of encouragement if you haven't picked up a Bible lately, you know, start in Psalms and, and uh, maybe in, in John and, and read the story of Jesus and how he came into this world and how he sacrificed himself for every single one of us so we could have everlasting life. It's really an incredible book and an incredible story. And um, 
I just encourage you. So I just want to say, I hope I see you next week. And I hope when this Empower Hour comes out, you will share it widely. And God bless you and God bless Canada.